Hello friends and what is up? I hope you have all recovered from the long weekend. We had a great one over here and I hope you were able to enjoy it as well. Welcome to episode 8 of Smart Sports Podcast. I am Daryl Smart. This week we have an extraordinary athlete on the podcast that just recently had the chance to represent Canada in her sport. Kate Cloet just completed her third tour of duty with Team Canada at the softball border battle in Midland, Michigan. I'm super excited to have her on the podcast to talk about representing Canada, competitive slow pitch, and being a new mom. Really appreciate you doing this. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to join the podcast. Yeah, not a problem. So first of all, I guess uh, just talk a little bit about wearing the maple leaf. I know you've been on your social media really saying how proud you are of it. and It, it must mean so much to you. Yeah, it, it totally does. I mean, like out of the whole entire country, I mean, we were 16 girls that were picked, you know, because we can play ball and we, we work hard at it and... You know, and to represent the country is just even cooler. And I remember looking over at one of my teammates during the national anthem, and she's like, "This is just cool, <laughs> right?" Like, I mean, you're full of emotions. I mean, the fact that you're out there and you're playing like the biggest game basically of your career, and you just want to go out and kick that. That's pretty awesome. And for some of the people that are listening to the podcast, they may not know this isn't your first crack at representing Canada and you represented Canada and the area really well in, in gymnastics. And (laughs) so what's kind of the difference representing the country this time? Is there a little bit of perspective or is it different because it's a different sport? Um, there is, I mean, it's, you take a little bit of the experience from, I mean, I was only 16 when I was representing, not, I shouldn't say only 16, I was 16 when I represented the country for gymnastics, and it's funny because even the girls were like, oh, you played fastball in college? And I'm like, no, I was doing gymnastics. And they're like, really? <laughs> I like, yeah, I went to Worlds a couple times, and they're like, get out. So it's funny to even bring that little bit of perspective. But, I mean, the second that you step out there, and it's kind of, it's still off. You're still off track, honestly. I mean, you go out there, and you're like, holy, like, this is it. This is this is kind of cool, and and I mean, and this time it's different because I have a team. Not that I didn't have a team with Team Canada before, but yeah. it's so much individual with gymnastics. Whereas the team, it's like you're relying on them just to be, you know, to kick ass just as much as you are, and and the girls, and they're there to pick each other up. Whereas individually, you're like, crap, that sucks. Like you kick your own ass, but. This time, like, if you, you know, it, it seems like baseball, you have a short memory, you have to get back up, you have to get back out there, pick yourself up, and you not only have, like, to do it yourself, you have teammates that can do it for you. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Do you think because of that, it made it more enjoyable even, do you think? Just because, I, I like you said, there is a team aspect of gymnastics and you were part of a team and everything, but then there's that aspect of you're a part of a, a, a group or just a unit trying for one goal opposed to just yourself. That's right. Yeah, they, uh, like, I mean, I, it's weird because we don't, I don't play with those girls all the time. Yeah. I don't play, like, we, we have three short days to kind of get the chemistry that the team USA has played with all year. So. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the whole selection process for the Team Canada for the slow pitch is that we, like I said, we go out next week for Canadians and we play, I play with a team out of Toronto. So my girls are all from Toronto. We range like basically from Windsor to Toronto, and we see each other every other weekend when we play Super Series in London. Yeah. 
but when I play with like the girls from BC and Alberta, I see them once a year. And when I see them, I'm not really nice to them on the field because I mean they're you're playing against them or your rival, right? Well, exactly. But off the field, it's completely different, right? We all get along and we're super friendly, but the chemistry and it's not that we didn't have chemistry when we were down there, but I mean playing with them and you got to get used to somebody new beside you. Like I mean, I played first base. Absolutely. So just people throwing the ball to you and kind of knowing what what their tendencies are and which way they're throwing or how they're throwing it at you almost, right? uh, Absolutely. Like my shortstop sometimes short hops, so I I know to expect that. You know, like there's and even playing the side, it's like, okay, I know if I'm going to miss this one, like the second base, and I'm like, yeah, go pick it up. Or like same with playing third, right? Third, right? So even down there, we play five man. So we play five on the infield, three in the outfield with, when I play in, like, with the girls, it's 4-4. Four, four. So yeah, it's yeah. So just a little bit of a different aspect on how everybody's playing. It's just something that you you get used to, and it's, it's tough over three days. Not that I'm making excuses or anything, yeah. but it's tough to get used to something that you're not used to, and with girls, you're not, you don't really know 100% how they play. And not that you haven't watched them for the last, like, three or four years, but it's different when you're on the field. Exactly. But they're there, they pick you up, and... They're pretty awesome like that. Oh, that's awesome. And this was the third border battle, right? Yeah, for women. For women, yes. Yeah. So you, you've played on all three. You're one of the KG veterans on this team. Yeah, yeah I guess you could say that. <laughs> so how many how many of you have been on the team for the three years? So I would say there's, I think, about six or seven of us that have been there all three years. Yeah, so there's a good core of you then. Nice. So, and how has it gone in the three so, years? So, the first year we went down and we won. Mm-hmm. We, we flew down to Oklahoma and we won that one in 2017. 2018 we played, they came up here to Kitchener. It was in Kitchener last year and they won. Mm-hmm. And then this, this last year we flew down or we actually, we bust down to Michigan and we ended up losing. Ah, man, that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough... <laughs> But when it's, and that's the thing too, is like their youth, it's not, again, not making excuses. Like these girls play together, like they get paid to play, basically. Like that's their job, that's what they're there for. Whereas a lot of us have our own jobs and, you know, we do, not that we don't work hard at playing baseball, but it's recreation and, you know, we have other things set aside for what we're doing. It's a, it's a hobby that's turned into more than a hobby almost. And Logan the same way, you know what I mean? Like uh, the same yeah. way that you guys, you guys are every weekend almost, right? And even yeah. when you're not playing on the weekends, you guys are are hitting balls at Memorial Park or Lions Park or wherever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm grateful that with my job that I'm off the same days that he is. So you can usually on the day off, we'll we'll drop Shay off at daycare. <laughs> And then we'll go hit in the morning. So we'll go hit in the morning. And, you know, it, it's kind of cool that I have a partner that I'm able to do that with, too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And just talking about Shay, and the first border battle, you did not have a kid. And now you do. And how old is Shay again? She's 16 months today. 16 months. Oh, man. Seriously. Time flies, eh? <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. So I played in the border battle last year. I like three months after having her. Oh my gosh, seriously. Yeah. How was that experience for you? And I mean, it's got to be tough. Totally. It's very humbling too. Because I mean, and every woman is, every woman is amazing. And the fact that, you know, they can, they can like create a human and they can raise them and your body completely changes. And the fact that you have to get used to that is 
is even crazier. But yeah, it's just a big adjustment. I think that, you know, instead of just picking up and going, you know, you just got to work a little bit harder at what I used to be able to do. And mm-hmm. not that I don't want to, but it's, it's, you just got to pick up a little bit more. Were there any adjustments to your game that you had to make? Uh, yeah, completely. I ended up having a C-section, so there's still some, like, I could, technically I shouldn't have even been able to play three months after, but I pushed yeah. it and and I tried. But, yeah, it's just hitting, and uh, hitting is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. That's well, there's so much torque, and uh, having played against you, I've seen the torque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and uh, now, now with Shay... It had to have been, especially now that she's getting a little bit older and to to have Logan and Shay there with you, the experience has to be so much more different than the first one. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it totally is. Like, I totally want her to have everything, you know, like, to, not just everything, but, like, to show what hard work can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, set your dreams high, and I mean, I hope that she just, well, I'm hoping she becomes an athlete, because, because I definitely <laughs> want to put her in gymnastics and baseball, too, but... um just to, to work hard, I mean, and, it's, it's like, and then you'll see results, and, and that's kind of like, it's cool. She loves, like, she's still a little, little to kind of figure out what's going on yet, but yeah. the fact that she's there and she's running around and, like, the USA announcers were like, she's so happy, and, like, she just loves being around people, and she already's like, she's trying, we have a little baseball bat at home, too, so she's trying to swing the baseball bat, and she's like, ball, ball, all the time. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. And uh, so how did you get involved in the Border Battle and Team Canada and Softball Canada and all that? Uh, so, the whole, like I said, this whole selection process starts at Canadians. So they base it on your stats throughout the entire week. Mm-hmm. And they try and go through, like, they watch you play and see how you kind of pick, like, how you are as a team, how you are as an individual player, and kind of like, it's a lot based on stats for this next week that's coming up. Yeah. So I ended up getting picked. Uh, I think we had the UConn. That was the year, the year after that they had chosen a team. Um, and you were playing for the Lady Birds. Might as well plug your uh, plug your club team too, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, so they, <laughs> I, we went to the UConn and played like we played with the Lady Birds with that team. Uh, that was the year that they had an all dirt infield and outfield. Oh man! So, <laughs> yeah. So everybody's an infielder. I mean, that's. Uh, they chose they chose Team Canada starting from that tournament. So I think there was five of us of some of the Ladybirds that ended up making the team to the Board of Battle in twenty seventeen. So yeah, there's about five views from the Ladybirds on that team? Yeah, that was the first year and then I think we had six this year. Nice. And that's got to be pretty cool. Just and again, that familiarity. It's got to be an, a bit of an advantage. It's actually got to be kind of cool because you guys like you say, you play a lot together in the summer, and then all of a sudden you get to play in a, a special tournament like this. Yes, absolutely. And actually, our coach from the team is a coach of Team Canada. That's awesome. As well. And so he kind of gets how we play, and he gets, you know, how we work. And some of the times when we're, like, really frustrated, he's like, just enough. Like, you're fine. You've got this. And, like, and then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to have him as a leader because he's a fantastic coach. And, I mean... We've won six gold medals at Canadians, uh, like under his coaching. So he he knows what he's doing. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. And the and the girls that are on the team, they're just they're great too. I mean, we all know each other, and that's the chemistry kind of like that we have that that brings like us closer together with the other girls too. 
Absolutely. And uh, it just in sticking with the border battle and Team Canada slow pitch, it, it's such a new thing. Where do you see the sport of slow pitch for women? Uh, or just slow pitch in general? Like, everywhere you go, it's it's a very popular sport in every community. And then, like you said, you and Logan play in the Super Series in London, which is the, the top in Ontario. But where do you see that next level going since it's so new? I'm hoping, well, this is, considering it's only been three years since the women have, you know, been recognized the same as the men playing this border bottle, it's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, it continues to grow. Like, everybody, it's funny because right before we, we were on the bus to Michigan, we went out for dinner the night before with, like, most of the team. And the waitress was like, oh, it's just a beer league baseball team. And we're all like... <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess you could say that. So the stigma and the whole stereotype behind even just slow pitch in general is crazy because people don't realize, yeah, like a lot of people have this as a recreational sport, but people get paid to play in the States and, you know, that's their job. And, and a lot of people take it seriously. So it, it, it's funny because even the difference between Canada and the States is, is crazy. No, I was going to say, even uh, the women, they have now in the States, they have tryouts for the team and, you know, they have like... They have four four women's teams now. I mean, they had a futures team that they added this year, and then they had the Team USA, and then they have a couple other teams that kind of travel around, and they're from the states that we play against. So even within the last three years, it has grown like crazy. And you know, people kind of think like, oh, it's just beer league, whatever. But it, but it's not because I mean, I work just as hard at this sport as I would any other sport that I play, just because it's slow. It, I think it's just the stigma of it kind of being slow pitch right well absolutely and geez even back in the day playing with logan in tilsonburg and on those teams that was like a b and a c caliber and it was almost like playing senior men's or intermediate men's fastball except just different pitching so it's it it really is competitive and it can get pretty nasty (laughs) that's for sure yeah and i mean even pitchers right like people shoot middle and it's like Logan wears a lacrosse helmet when he pitches. Yep. So, I mean, women in the States, like my pitcher, wears shin guards. She wears a face mask. And even even in league now, you see people starting to, to wear the face mask because the bats are just getting, you know, that much stronger. And then it's just, yeah, people are just learning how to hit it harder. And they're learning to place it better. And, and it's, yeah, it's just gotten advanced that, that much more. Where have you seen the sport grow over the last three years? Have you seen it progress because of an event like the Border Battle, just within, like, even locally or even uh, in the Super Series? Have you seen it progress? Uh, I would say locally, I still just play out of Tokyo. So the teams have, I think, stayed the same. We've stayed the same amount. Um, Super Series, we've added a couple more a couple more teams into Women's A. And now I think we have, there's 12 women's teams at Canadians. Uh, this year so that even among itself has increased because we've you know everybody's kind of wanting a shot to represent Team Canada right and that's the that's the biggest competition that we have to to kind of showcase your skills is uh, a Canadian so we we definitely we started out the way that we used to play this is even before Border Battle we would start on the Monday and then we play all the way through to Saturday and now I think we're the girls are starting on the Sunday Really? So we start Sunday, so they've added a day, and they've you know we have two games a day, so those are round robin, and then based on your round robin, it's, you start playoffs on Friday. How many teams so, did you have a couple of years ago at Canadians? So last year we were in Lethbridge, and I think we had eight. Really? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, 
and the year before that, I mean, and a lot of the times it's all about money, right? Because we don't yeah. have these massive sponsorships that, that, you know, that are throwing like tens and thousands of dollars because you have to think about it that way too. It's like, it's a really expensive recreational sport if people only think it's recreational, right? Um, yes. Because we, we're traveling every weekend or every other weekend and, you know, and then I'm thankful that our team does a ton of fundraising. Mm-hmm. So our flights and our trip is basically paid for because of how much fundraising that we do. And, uh, and yeah, a lot of the teams from out east don't travel all the way to out west. Like in the Yukon, I think we had seven. <laughs> seven, maybe we might have had eight. But then you get the teams, the other teams from BC. So they've added a second team from BC. And then Alberta, I think they had a fourth team. So it's just like you'll see more depending where Canadians is. If you see more out west, you'll see more out west teams. And then you'll see a lot more out east teams. But Quebec yeah. usually doesn't usually make it to Canadians if it's anywhere out west. But I think there's quite a few this year when they when we head out to Moncton. That tells a lot about just the sport in general, too, and kind of the desire to want to win a national championship, too, right? For sure. And just talking about the money and and fundraising and stuff like that, what people don't know is you've been sponsored by Mikan. I and, have, yeah. And that's kind of crazy. I remember seeing the post. I was like, no way. That is so cool. And how, yeah. did, how did that all come about? as well that's a really cool story to tell yeah so um i think it was in the fall that i was spoken to about um i'm a massive i've always been a mike and fan mike and worst fan all the time and uh they had asked if um i was interested in swinging their bats and you know and getting a bunch of things rolling and i didn't even hesitate and it's an absolute yes i i mean I, even though I'm biased, whatever, I think it's the best, <laughs> the best company out there. Um, I think, because Mike and Worth Rawlings is all together, too. Yeah. So I think that they have, I mean, the best, they have Rawlings, like, my, my gloves are fantastic, like, everything. If I ask my rep, you know, I need a couple batting gloves for the weekend, and, you know, and he'll ship them out, and it's, they're fantastic. Like, they're super supportive, and, I mean, we have a wicked ambassador team that, that uh, I'm represented with, so... Even just with, I think there's four women across the country right now that are sponsored, like, directly through them. So, I mean, it's pretty awesome to be part of one of the four of them. What's that mean to you? Um, I, I, like, I don't know. I can't even describe it, really. I mean, out of everybody that they could have picked, I mean, they obviously see something in me. And they see, like, the drive and the, I guess, some of the talent. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, it's. It's pretty awesome. Like, I can't even... In, there's some men that don't even get sponsored. So even just to compare that... Yeah. Like, it's not even just about, like, you know, being able to swing, like, the best thoughts and to swing, you know, the current things and to showcase all that stuff. It's just, like, also being a part of that awesome team. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and again, just to be uh, a part of something like that is really, really neat. And even to try and grow the sport and doing your part to grow the sport, that's got to be pretty special as well. Yes. Absolutely. So what's next for you? Uh, I'm just going to try and keep kicking ass and winning that gold medal for uh, Canadians in the next week. <laughs> Where are you guys so this year? I'm, we're Moncton in a week, and I I have two league games tonight. So Logan and I have been kind of hitting, trying to hit as much as we can and avoiding, like, all the groomers and the groundskeepers that <laughs> play at Memorial or that, <laughs> you know, are doing all the, the grass cutting and the upkeep there. So, yeah. 
we're just gonna Canadians and then hopefully I'll be able to uh, do well at Canadians and then make Team Canada again for next year and then we're I believe border battle next year is in Minnesota so they confirmed that there was going to be another women's event this year so it's in Minnesota next year that's pretty cool and when yeah. you started when you started playing slow pitch did you ever think in a million years you'd be doing what you're doing right now no honestly it was gosh 16 years ago or no that's a lie I was 16 when I started so uh, 14 years ago well almost 14 years ago and uh, I just started like I said the whole recreational thing the whole stigma like started out recreationally and you know and then I didn't really think that it was I didn't even know of super serious at that point either yeah so to all of a sudden to be like playing a among the best women I think in the in the country because Ontario is super strong yeah and uh and then picking up and playing Canadians and then I didn't even know about Canadians I mean I played Cadman's the Tilsenberg team we went out to nationals and then we played B and then they were like Canadians and then I'm like oh I didn't know there was even such a thing so I mean <laughs> just even getting awareness out there of like you can go places you know as an adult and and you can, like you can go in this sport it can go far and I mean you also if the opportunity is there there's lots of like you can pick up in a team in the states and and you know you could play there so it's just like really the opportunities are endless because there there is a lot more avenues that people don't really know about exactly and that's pretty cool. And, and again, playing when you're an adult and, and being able to be super competitive like this, it's really, really cool. Yeah, I agree. Well, thanks a lot for doing this. I really appreciate it, Kate. No problem. This was well, thanks awesome. thanks for having me on your podcast. Shoutouts. First shoutout goes out to the Delhi Pee Wee Tigers. They are taking on the Ingersoll Ironbirds in the best of three series to determine who gets to take part in the OBA D Championships in Port Dover on Labor Day weekend. The Tigers struck first in the series, winning game one, 21 10. They will try to wrap things up on Sunday at 4 p.m. in Portland. Good luck, Tigers. A huge congratulations to Corey McLean. The Waterford native and his New Hamburg Mustangs teammates captured the Softball Canada U23 national title. Corey was a huge contributor on both sides of the ball, but that 3-3-3 batting average was something else. Congratulations, Corey. Congratulations also goes out to the Six Nations Rebels. Wednesday night, they beat the Aquasosne Indians 12-9 on the road to capture the Ontario Junior B Lacrosse League title. They now head to Winnipeg for the Founders Cup which is the National Junior B Championships. And one final shout-out to all the Simcoe Timberwolves teams competing at the Ontario Lacrosse Association Festival in Whitney. Good luck to all the teams participating, and have a great time. Well, it's that time again where we say goodbye until next week. I'd like to thank Kate Cloet once again for joining us on the podcast. It was great catching up. Remember to head over to our Facebook page to see more local sports coverage. Once you're there, make sure to like and share what we're all about here at Smart Sports Podcast. Until next time, I am Daryl Smart, and I will talk to you later.